0: Welcome to the Two Fab Fems Podcast with your hosts, Maggie Hill and Gina Cafasso. Conversations on every topic for women to survive in this great big world. Maggie,
1: what are your thoughts about cosmetic surgery? Oh, girl, I'm an advocate for both women and men to look and feel absolutely awesome, but I think I know why you're asking, Gina.
0: Maggie and I attended an amazing event last Saturday. We were invited to a mommy makeover open house in Del Mar at Dr. Paul Chasen's office. Ranch and Coast Plastic Surgery. And let me tell you, it was fabulous. Oh,
1: it really was. Of course, Gina and I have this innate need to research everything and did so prior to arrival. And Gina, I really loved the before and after pictures of several procedures that Dr. Chasen had performed. All I have to say is I would call him Dr. True artiste. I am just saying saying that true that definitely the center offers a
0: wide range of advanced medispa and plastic surgery procedures using state of the art technologies and techniques. Of course, Dr. Chasen's extensive education and experience with procedures
1: for the face, body and breasts have made him nationally known for his exceptional work. And national is the key word here, so if you're considering cosmetic surgery, take a moment and go to Dr. Chasen's website at www.drchasen.com, that is C-H-A-S-A-N, or call the office directly at 858-450-1555, and one of his incredibly friendly staff will answer all of your questions. And don't forget to tell them that Two Fat, Fat Fence. Fence sent you.
0: Absolutely. His office is located in Del Mar, California, and I love that all his services and surgical procedures are done in-house, too. That's a huge benefit.
1: So make that call today. And feel your best tomorrow. Hey, Femmes. Welcome back. This is Maggie. And this is Gina. Gina, I'm so excited. Me, too. I mean, seriously. We've wanted to do one of these type of episodes for a long time. I know. I know. We have an amazing stylist with us, Woo-hoo. and the stuff you're going to get today, you guys, is going to be absolutely off the chain. Just stick by bar us. None. But you know, speaking of bar. Oh, there you go. Never bar none. Bar <laughs> some, honey. Bar some. Two fat femmes walked into a bar, as yeah. usual. Mm-hmm. Gina, tell us about your week, and what drink Thank are you, you dedicating?
0: Well, I'm going non-alcoholic this week, so, you know, I have, to, I have to bring my own celery with me. <laughs>
1: Have celery, we'll travel.
0: <laughs> Bringing my stock stash oh, to no. the bar. <laughs> yeah, so let me explain. I oh, have explain. I've been a busy bee lately, as you know, which is great, it, but it's also a little stressful. I've been a teensy bit stressed, I know, I'm not going to lie, but nothing that I can't manage, but, um, you know, just your everyday stresses, you know, you know. I'm well, we did an episode on that, Gina. Yes, you need to revisit I, that I one. I think I will. All Seriously. Because right, Yeah, because <laughs> some of those some of those symptoms I have, and I was like, oh. Okay, but this one I didn't expect because I had a little stomach problem. <laughs> so, yeah. All yeah. TMI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. <laughs> yeah, I won't, go. I won't I'll spare you the details, I promise. But um, long story short, my sister... Gave me a cure-all and said, try celery water. And I'm like, yeah, you're crazy. Celery has no, you know, I didn't think it had any health benefits whatsoever. I'm like, "Eh, I was so wrong. I had no idea. And dot, dot, dot. According to Medical News Today, the health benefits of celery are due to the excellent sources of beneficial enzymes and antioxidants. Did you
1: know that? I, I had no... Cl- that's why I always put peanut butter on mine. Yeah, I'm like, there's got to be a little <laughs> sum of nutrient. You know, I Our love hummus. celery. Or hummus. I, I use hummus. I okay. like hummus on it, okay. too. Yeah,
0: it's kind of good. That's me. But yeah, but it's loaded with essential minerals and vitamins such as folate, potassium, vitamin B6, vitamin C, and vitamin K. Who knew? And it's also good for uh, dietary fiber and also,
1: get this, regulates blood pressure. Okay, well, it regulates a lot more than that, apparently. <sighs> so, yeah. mazel tof. I'm glad you're feeling well. <laughs>
0: But I'm (laughs) pumped. So, yeah. So, seriously, like within like a few hours. Oh, wow. Amazingly better. Okay. So, I highly recommend it. And it's a simple recipe. Just clean and chop celery and throw it in some water. And yeah, you're welcome.
1: That's my kind of cooking. I'll take it. Yeah. So, how about you? How was your week? It's been so busy. I, I mean... It's fantastic, but it's crazy. I've had so many event clients this week and just, you know, meetings and so forth. So I'm very excited about it, but good God. So, um, you know, I I, I want to celebrate it. So I'll go with a little glass yeah, champagne, yeah, of champagne, yeah, of course. Cork. Loves me a little. Yeah. Yeah. Popping <laughs> bottles over here. Nice. Um, but it's it's been really good. It's just been so Hectic. I have to hire people. Gina, yeah, you I've, been, I've been telling you this for a while. I know. I just, once in for while You can all... hire me once in a while, I hope. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Seriously. Oh, Seriously. You heard it here <laughs> first. What did, what did I just step into? <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, I'm so happy now. I feel so much better.
1: Yay! <laughs> I'll add to my stress. More celery water. I love it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, uh, listen, if we're going to do all this, we better do it in style. Honey. Yeah. That's true. Here we go.
0: All righty. I'm so
2: that it's in
0: nuts I live to be my dolphin. Dress me, I'm your mannequin. Well, we are very excited to have this guest on our show. She's a personal stylist who prides herself on empowering both men and women to create their own signature style in an effort to differentiate themselves and look fabulous in the process. Her clients are primarily in their 40s and 50s and include entrepreneurs, business professionals, and celebrities. She knows how important it is for them to create their brand, so she helps embody that for them. You may have seen her work on Dr. Oz, Hallmark's Home & Family, Megan Kelly's Today Show, Access Hollywood, media publications, and many news outlets. She's an advisor on product and pricing strategies for both Macy's and Banana Republic. She also contributes to La Costa Living Magazine and publishes several blogs. An avid sports fan, she covers the Philadelphia 76ers and the Pittsburgh Steelers for Fangirl Sports Network, which we want to hear about later. Her previous career was in software technology. She has a business administration degree from USD and an MBA from USC. She also passionately supports many charitable organizations and is the recipient of the Esther Scott Dedicated Service Award for her 17 years of service to the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Welcome a longtime
2: friend of mine and personal stylist, Lindell Werner. Hi. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for hosting me. So I'm
1: more happy. happy than Gina is. <laughs> Why do you say that? Well, I'm just saying that. Just because I don't know if anyone's ever happier than Gina is. <laughs> no, I'm totally happy that she's here because she walked in and I'm like, yeah, w- I need some tips from this girl. This is going to be amazing. Gina already yeah. knows her.
0: Yeah, yeah not that's fair. true. <laughs> she always, and she always dresses amazing. Always. head to Always put together.
1: Always, I love it. always. So... Lindell, being that I, you and I are just meeting for the first time and it's such a pleasure, tell us a little bit about yourself, aside from your bio, a little bit of
2: personal, Lindell. Oh my gosh, I have to go deep.
1: It's I know, early. it's like, how much time do you have?
2: We don't, we don't have any drinks here either, what oh, the heck? crumbs. <laughs> My personal life. My goodness. (laughs) It all seems like it's work these days, but I'm fortunate. I'm blessed and I'm grateful for all the work opportunities I have because I get to do what I love. And working with women is a big part of what I do. And it's not just let's find some clothes, but it's let's talk about life. Let's talk about your business. Let's talk about your goals and how you dress. Is not just for success, but it gets you there. We were talking yesterday about manifesting. It starts inside, mm-hmm. and you carry I mean, it web. out through how you present yourself to the world and how they receive you can be largely controlled by that energy, by the clothes that you wear, and sort of the energy that you accompany with it.
1: Oh, I, we're we're so huge true. advocates for that. I oh, know yeah. I, I personally, as best as I can live my life that same way. Uh Excellent. Um, So I, I love that. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. Very nice. Yes. So kind of jumping into like some of
0: your bio here too like what motivated you to break out of software technology and jump into personal
2: styling? It had been something I'd always wanted to do I got to a point in my life where I was making some really major changes. I know you know about some of these. But long and short of it is, I needed a new career. I had filed for divorce. I was reinventing myself in my life. And I figured it was the perfect time. There's never a good time to give up what you've been comfortable doing. Mm-hmm. But I had been doing it on the side, and people had been pushing me out of the nest go for it. And I just took that risk. And I was, as I said earlier, fortunate, blessed, and grateful that I had some early um, clients and people that believed in me and a whole lot of support that helped me to get to where I am today. And that isn't a solo mission. It's about surrounding yourself Mm -hmm. with a tribe, getting coaches, and having people that you can help on their journey that just sort of pay it forward and you get back what you put out I love it I and love she, it
0: and she's very creative so like software technology
2: for you I think was probably a little stifling too it, I mean it. there were days where it was just zero self actualization mm-hmm. frustration and a, almost stress about not being stressed about what your boss told you to do <laughs> that's stress. hysterical celery so, no. water celery so water I'm just saying again
0: sorry
1: apparently that's going to be the theme yes. of today's show <laughs> Um so that's that's really awesome and that's quite a leap Thank by the way. You. uh so what was your first big break Where, what was how, what made it happen
2: what made it happen was i joined a female co-working space called Hera Hub and it at the time that i went there i did not realize that was this workplace just for working it was about a lot of women that were starting their businesses so we have oh. all kinds of events there and you meet clients you know people that believe in you because they're starting their business and they give you the opportunity to help you start yours by becoming clients that is the biggest hurdle Mm-hmm. For almost anyone who's creative, it's getting your first clients. It's not figuring out how to do the creative service or product that you're passionate about. It's about getting people to believe in you mm-hmm. and getting the opportunity to build a portfolio and to have content to share to then keep that momentum moving forward. Mm-hmm. And you have to build your brand for sure. I mean, that's Absolutely. a huge part of it.
0: Huge part of it. And we well,
2: that. that is
1: so key yeah. saying being a creative person, you know, it's hard to sell that. Mm-hmm. I'm powered by Creativity as well particularly as an event planner and that's exactly what it is you know they have the vision or they have what they want but you really need to bring that you know bring yeah. your game yeah i mean that's awesome yeah, thank you uh, but on the on the back of that have you really seen a lot of big challenges? And if so, how have you overcome them? Or even if there's just one or tell us about that. There's
2: always challenges. Mm -hmm. It's life. It throws things to you and you either give up or you get up. So I think the biggest challenge for me was in the beginning, putting so much energy into trying to be a blogger and a stylist and get on social media and do so many things and be spread so, so thin Mm -hmm. and coming back to getting the right coaching to figure out what I was best at once I had figured out who my target clients were. And then it was pulling back, throwing bad time after good. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't do this anymore. I don't do free work anymore. I'm now established. I'm running a business. And I know there's opportunities that are not right for me. But in the beginning, you take any opportunity and you just pound it with passion and then you see yourself further down the road and say, I don't dress children anymore. Or, you know, in the beginning, it's like, I'll dress your dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who else do we have in the My family? cat's George and <laughs> Hazel, of course. <laughs> My hamster. <laughs> right? Because you're like, I got to make
1: that's this amazing. business move.
0: <laughs> so right, that's though. Awesome. It's that's true. That's awesome. Any breaking I like yet? it. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Well, you kind of touched on this, too, in your bio. And, and you spoke about it, too. What helps you, like, what are some identifiers to help determine someone's personal style? Like you mentioned, like, you know, what they're trying to present and all that. But what are some, like, what do you
2: ask them? What are some of the things that you learn about them? It's a great question. And here's why it's a great question because you can't make a square peg fit into a round hole. So you have to get to know your client. And the exercise that I will typically go through with them is about their life. And because most of my clients are entrepreneurial and they're running businesses, we talk about their business. What is it that you want to communicate to people? Tell me some words that represent you. And we go through that first, and then we talk about their style. So, if somebody wanted to know what were the things that I wanted to communicate to others, for my business, people have to trust me, they have to know that I'm credible. But on the flip side, they should probably know that I'm creative. So it's how do you mesh that all into one Mm -hmm. and pick a wardrobe or pick a style that differentiates you and communicates all of those values or branding components that you want when you're at a business meeting or a networking event or a speaking event Or, you know, out there in the world and you just happen to be speaking with someone in the grocery store line.
1: And then I'm assuming that budget has a lot to do with it, Mm -hmm. too. So really defining, you know, where you can shop and so forth. Are you going to the outlet malls or are you going straight to
2: designers, you know? A good stylist can work around any budget. But you're right because... that's another part of the story that I tell people. I've been through great economic times and really challenging, difficult ones. So I need people to trust me, not just with their branding, which is an extension of their business, but with their budget. And so I'll communicate that to them that I'm not going to bring in clothes that don't make sense for your budget. And like you said, an outlet mall is just as great of a solution As a potentially high-end store, you find the right things for that person Mm -hmm. and their budget, not Mm -hmm. just for them, for their budget, too. So, Lindell, that sounds amazing. So,
1: when you're speaking about creating someone's style like you just were, are there signature pieces that, regardless of who they are, they must have in their wardrobe? And let's talk women first. I I assume it's the same for men because you do style both, which is amazing, um, regardless of, you know, her station in life.
2: Yes, as a stylist, that's your responsibility and that's what you're creating is a foundation and a self-sustaining Branding, visual, representation of your client. So looking at the exercise of where they are today, you know they're going somewhere probably a little bit different in the future. So you do have to have signature pieces and it's gonna depend a lot on what their industry is. And it's so you know stereotypical to say attorneys are more conservative. Maybe somebody who's running a graphic design business is going to be less conservative. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. But the working world has changed a bit today and people are breaking all kinds of rules, and the boundaries have moved. When I was in the corporate world, I got sent home from work because there was a rule at my office that you had to have nylons on. It was a heat wave, and it was ridiculous. We have that same rule. No one follows it, but we have that same rule. Right. (laughs) It's true. So that would never really (laughs) fly today, and I I see what you're saying, that it's a rule that exists. It's probably a good one for a lot of reasons, but it's not enforced. So at the end of the day, you come up with to answer your question, signature pieces that represent your client, that they feel comfortable and empowered in, they feel like power pieces, and you find them at the right budget point. And then you make sure that they know when and how to use them. Because a lot of people might know that and they might be able to do the work on their own, but they're so busy, they've figured out where their time is best spent. So they'll bring a stylist in so that they don't have you know, two hours of their life taken away when it could be spent with their family or doing something they enjoy more.
1: Right. right. Do you create st- style
2: cards for them? I do a style guide, and yeah, it goes that's through amazing. everything from where you start to how they can continue with what's been purchased. I love it. To mix and match and stuff like just that. Just a whole lookbook, right? Yeah, that's and fantastic. everyone's is different. There are some people. I um, have a great client who only wears black. And I thought it was a little bit of an exaggeration. And then when we got to her house, her style guide is about color and making it fun and adding pieces that, you know, make her feel like she's got something that's different without deviating from that style. And there's a reason that she only wears black, her industry and what she does for a living. But that was a style guide I'll probably never have anyone use again. Most people have a lot of colors, but for this particular person, we talked about, what color can do for her.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. That's very cool. Well, you know, I have a
2: question kind of going off this track for a second. You know, all those sites
0: that they have now where you can actually buy your, like rent clothing too, but you can buy clothing already
2: packaged and ready to go. What do you think of that?
0: What is your take on that?
2: Well, I think that it's a great option for a lot of people. And I think it's a very good option for men because they don't enjoy shopping. Men's clothes are more expensive on average. Mm. And when it comes to it, a lot of men need more of a tailored, pulled-together look because if you've seen the article about the cargo shorts in the New York Times, it became this comedic piece about how men wear these cargo shorts and they see nothing wrong with it. Yeah, You will never get a pair of cargo shorts in a subscription box. So <laughs> it, it serves two purposes, helping right. them to look better yeah. and the convenience. And I do think it's a great option. I am a big believer in solutions. And if that is a solution for somebody... Then it's going to sustain itself for that client, and it should. Yeah. Well, now the cargo it. short to men is the
1: purse to women. I mean, <laughs> yes. honestly, I really think that has something to do with it. It's like all the pockets <laughs> and all the crap they can do hide stuff. Do they really stuff. use all the pockets? That's well, my question. And when they do, then <laughs> yeah. you've got these saggy shorts because they're so heavy. <laughs> that's it's just part of the cargo. ugly. Yes, it's so just terrible. ugly. These big bulky little bumps coming <laughs> out of their like it's lovely. <laughs> Please don't. And they're don't do usually that. really
0: long, aren't they? Really long. They like, are. Like under the knee, kind of. Yeah.
1: No, yeah, this like, is not no, good.
0: No no, no, no. But men can get away with a lot more, too. I mean, they can get a pair of jeans and a T-shirt, and it can last them for like 10 years, you know? <laughs>
1: so, yeah, even jerks, I, Yeah, I know. I envy it a little bit. Yeah, kind
2: of. I do, too. <laughs> Just a touch. What are some simple style tricks that you can help our female listeners with? That's a great question, and it can be so broad and so varied, but I will do it in terms of personal and then perhaps business, because a lot of people are employed, whether it's full-time or a lot of people have a side hustle these days, and it becomes, again, branding your image, or business. So on the personal side, I would say you need to find... Pieces, wardrobe, attire that makes you feel good about yourself. Because there's nothing worse than you've worked really hard all week. You're looking forward to going out, whether it's to do a family event or a social event, and you're standing in front of that closet and the meltdown is beginning. And you know when it's starting when you're standing there and you have no idea. Tick tock, got to go. Having a dress, having a outfit that's pants, because sometimes we don't feel like wearing a dress, having a couple of key go to. Uh, solutions for the very exciting, the very special events that you have Mm -hmm. and it includes knowing what shoes and what accessories go with it because look, we're all busy as moms, as people that have social calendars You're not looking to take more time getting dressed. You're looking to look better with less time. So know in that closet that you have a summer and a winter of each of those when you're ready to go out socially. And it doesn't matter if it's the soccer field or it's a happy hour. Have those pieces ready. That's That's my answer on the personal. And really quickly on the business side, the branding that clients do for themselves, here's the words that represent me. They can use those words every time they pull something out of the closet and say to themselves, Does this garment convey trustworthiness, credibility, and creativity? That would be for me. Because if it doesn't, it goes right back in and something else has to come out. (laughs) Ultimately, there's a study that was done by Forbes, and so many studies have been done about what does it mean to dress well? What are the consequences of not doing it? And it can be from a cognitive perspective to the cues that your clothes send to people to how you're paid. And that's the way I'll wrap this up is women that put effort into how they dress on average are paid 20% more than those who do not exert any time or energy on it. That's amazing. That's,
1: that's actually amazing really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I I'd never heard that before. Yeah. One thing I have heard before is that really successful people usually will have two or three outfits tops. It's yeah. almost like they wear this uniform right. because they don't want to have to think about it, i.e. Steve Zuckerberg. Jobs, Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. So I think that that's the elitists yeah. that are just like, I don't want to know. Well, you know, I it brings another question to mind, too, for women. How much does
0: makeup and hair play into that, too? Oh, honey, everything. <laughs> well, I know. But <laughs> come <me>. on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we're talking style. We're talking clothing. I know. We're talking, like, keeping up with makeup, all the different makeup trends that come up, hair trends, colors for ladies, you know, like gray hair, like, the you know, that ashy oh, kind of oh, look oh. was really big. It but was. Yeah.
2: Yeah you need to have a routine that supports your lifestyle. And here's another interesting statistic. And for our female listeners, I think this one's important, very important. The higher up you get in terms of success professionally, the harsher you are judged. Now, where does that come from? Well, men judge everybody more harshly than women judge people. So in an essence, you're Always dressing for the women because it's fun. Like, I notice what you wear. I love how Gina dresses, and we've known each other for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I think you do an exceptional job of dressing you. for your body type and your Thank profession, you. and you're still fun. You haven't lost that. But when you are successful, why let one bad outfit be the first impression that ruins all of it? And we've got to remember that men judge men and women more harshly. So I dress very differently when I'm going to a networking event where there's men. I'm not going to wear as much fun stuff that could all of a sudden be conveyed as she's kind of a bimbo. You know, She's wearing these hot pink shoes. Who does that? I have to dress more conservatively. So Mm -hmm. hair and makeup are important. I think that was the crux of the question. You really have to be pulled together because there's age discrimination. There's judging all the time. And so I'm not going to be able to spend an hour on my hair and makeup every day. But I have to have something that I can go to that looks on brand for me. And so should everybody else. And that's the truth of it. I could sit here and say, uh oh, it doesn't matter that much, but I'd be doing a disservice to people by saying it doesn't because we know scientifically, statistically, and in general, it sure does. Look at Hollywood. How do these mm-hmm. people dress and look? That's true. And we all live in California. Do it. So it's very, you know, it's very much focused on how you look for sure.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Well, and then, as we enter from summer, we're entering into fall Can't soon. I it already. <laughs> it's my favorite time of year, as <laughs> I like too. to call them. I call them the fall days because it's Aww. all the holidays coming in. I love- that. Love it. So, what are some of your fall trends? And I know that's very open-ended because obviously they're going to change, you know, a- annually. But um, are you there know, any are upcoming you... trends coming out that you yes. know we should be upcoming...
0: prepared for? Right. Yes. And
1: and um, some holiday ideas. I have a huge oh, yeah. black tie event. Oh, yes, I'm it's making true. it all about me. <laughs> I am. Well, I well. can just call her and ask her for advice. <laughs> so, hey.
2: <laughs> yes, you guys have the four one one bat phone for any. <laughs> I like it. Oh, I uh, the it. fall, there's um, some surprising trends. One is going to be floral, and they're showing it oh. head to toe. I love floral. I don't wear a lot of prints, as you can see, um, today and in general. But <laughs> She's wearing black I do, to see you on know, I do like floral, <laughs> and black leather is a trend. What's great about that is you can put them together, and you can go from one event to another and make it a little more edgy, a little more romantic, a little more classic, a little more uh, chic. So... Floral is huge. Black leather is going to be huge. And as you envision it, I think we all kind of go to the motorcycle jacket. But there's beautiful pencil skirts that you can put a blouse with, and then you're not boring, right? I love it. So black leather goes head to toe with all different kinds of pieces that can be edgy or classic. The jacket, the skirt, the pants. I like it. I like it. Super edgy. What kind of shoes? Boots are always fun, but... Boots kind of, are yeah. fun, and I think people have caught on. And there are more options nowadays that are comfortable, that have a platform that support the foot more. Mm. And I think too that with more online shopping, we can get shoes because we kind of all know our shoe size, and that makes it easier. You don't have to drive and do it; you can have it come to you. So I love that. I love shopping <laughs> for shoes. <laughs> and I never really wear a lot of
1: prints either, but today I am wearing my Which Nicole Miller floral. Oh, yes. Skirt, yes. maxi skirt. Yes. It know. is beautiful. So, speaking of Nicole Miller, we actually met Nicole. She was
2: so she's awesome. She actually, yeah, she
0: came up to me. She's like, You have to have that dress. We're going to say, No, I'm not going to buy it now.
2: And Nicole Miller's like, right. Buy that dress. I'm like, Okay. I got to I meet wear. her briefly at her fashion oh, show she's here so awesome. in May. And we were in line to get a beverage, and she came to the front, and we got to even have a picture with her. My oh. friend that I saw her with was just, like, speechless. That's her favorite designer. <laughs> oh, and oh, she's awesome. I'm, she's one of my favorites. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I pulled out the camera. It's time for a picture. Yeah,
1: <laughs> like, yeah definitely. She was very yeah. gracious. Well, I was. I turned Gina on to her because yeah. she's like, I can't wear Nicole Miller. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> for, you know, curvy girls. Yeah. She has specific clothing pieces that are perfect with the ruching and the. And I'm an hourglass figure myself, and I have okay. so much Nicole and so muscle. I'm just a lover. Sold, sold.
0: So
2: speaking of favorite designers, what are some of your favorite designers, and where do you like to shop for yourself? I um, spend a lot of time in the Los Angeles garment district, kind of going straight to the source. I love the and garment district. It's it's like going. I've to I've been there with you. Actually, we went that one time. Indeed, it was so much fun. It's like an exploration. Yes. You never know what you're going to see. But one thing you can always find out is what is on trend because the merchandise moves so quickly and the styles change. So I love going there, and I love going to South Coast Plaza. And it plays into the question you would ask earlier, which is, how do you do it all? South Coast has everything from, you know, the lower price points to the ultra luxury and it's safe and it's beautiful oh, it's and so beautiful. you can you can do any budget things there. If you're looking for one investment piece and a bunch of things to fill the gaps, you can accomplish all of it there. I like it. I
1: love it. I love it. Okay. So we have, obviously, so many upcoming stylists in the business. Everybody wants to be the stylist to the oh, big stars yes. in Hollywood. But for upcoming stylists looking to break into the business, what kind of advice would you uh, give them to really stand out and build their brand? And even in terms of education, if sure. visitors,
2: I want to do it, where would you start? It's a great question because people may not think that you have to get training. Putting together cute outfits is what I do and it's what I enjoy. You really need to get a background and here's why. These organizations that train will actually help you form your business model if they're a good institution. I went to the School of Style. I cannot say enough great things about them. Without their guidance, without their curriculum, I would have been a little bit less likely to succeed and it would have taken me certainly much, much longer. So you really need to get educated and no matter what field you're in, get involved in the industry. Get involved and learn what other people are doing. And I also will say... It's not easy to start a new business, and I'm sure each of you, because you've done it, Mm -hmm. remember those days where you've put in so much work and the money just keeps going out. You have to spend in order to succeed. So for the up-and-coming stylists, you have to be very clear about your revenue model. And you also have to probably hold on to some other revenue-generating passive income opportunities because it diminishes the stress when your money is going out 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 for little things for big things and you're driving to things and you're not getting that number to come above the output. So, yeah. I really encourage people to sit down and figure out who they are and be honest with themselves about what they do. Working with business women has been phenomenal and fantastic. But you know, a lot of people to your point want to go to Hollywood and say I'm the next Rachel Zoe and I'm on the red carpet. There's very few of those people. So find a place that really leverages your expertise and become very good at it. You have to differentiate yourself. What do you do that nobody else does? If you look at how people get paid and achieve success in the marketplace, they do dangerous things or they do things that other people cannot do. And that is true from actors to athletes to politicians Mm -hmm. to artists to business people. So figure out what you are good at. Probably spend some time figuring out what you may not be good at and playing to your strengths. Figure out a business model that supports your strengths and get a revenue model that supports it as well.
1: And find that niche that you yeah. can. Yeah. And that's great that's advice big. across
0: any business, not just inside. absolutely. That's a great piece of advice for people out there. Thank so you. thank you for that.
2: Yes. So we have a few questions left here, but how can someone find you and request your services? I appreciate that question. I'm on Instagram. It's my first and last name, Lindell Whirling, And I also have a website, lindellworling.com. And I welcome people to reach out both through direct messages and through my website with questions, with comments. And I really... Um, I answer all of them. You'd be surprised. And That's I've had great. some funny ones that have come in. So, <laughs> Oh, wait, you got to share one of them at least. <laughs> I I had someone email me recently through my website just to say, hey, looking good. And, you know, the Internet's an <laughs> <That's> interesting <good. laughs> thing because I could not figure out who it was. It was kind oh. of a crazy email address. So I threw it in Google. And you got to be careful about doing that because it pulled up a resume this person had submitted to a recent job. So if you don't <gasps> oh want goodness. someone to know who you are, not only was I able to figure out with a simple Google search with just the email address the resume guess what else it has on there (gasps) Oh, your yeah. home address oh. and your phone number. Oh, oh my God. So you got to be really careful.
0: Oh, that is, that's, yeah, that's a little scary. Do you see the look on my yeah, face? I know, yeah. Maggie's jaw dropped to the floor. That's scary. With the
1: way I tweet is, on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. I'm that's a whole trouble. other
1: show. That's a whole other show. Yeah, yeah. I'm very political. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. my politics. And yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> And people are like, calm down. <laughs> I'm like, shut up, just shut up. <laughs> can't believe it. No, I'm not that bad. But I mean, that's kind of
0: scary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People oh, have boy. ways, man. The internet is a crazy, crazy thing. It's so true.
1: I better so train true. my cat George to be a little tougher. <laughs> if anybody shows up at the door. <laughs> <laughs> like. wow. Ah. So, Lindell, we have our little uh, well, this is our little niche, I think. I yeah, know. It's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We ask all of our guests... Um, In a nutshell, if you will, what would your bumper sticker be? If anyone's ever been in
2: my car, they will know that this is probably (laughs) not just an accurate representation of my bumper sticker, but I'll tell you the one I probably should have. (laughs) Drive fast and take chances would be the bumper sticker I'd put on there. I like it. And my friends would probably throw on there, my driving scares me too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're one of those like Mr. Toad Wild Rides type. Uh, some people may feel that way. <laughs> she's like, I don't think so. <laughs> don't
2: think my dad's so. a race car driver. I blame yeah, it on true. him. I know.
1: It's in your blood. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the next career she's yeah, going to do. Go. Yeah. She's going to look hot doing yeah, it. Yeah, of course. She'll have like the best outfit Yeah, out that's <laughs> <big>. <laughs> very Very true. Well, thank you so much, Lindell Whirling, for joining us today. Oh my gosh. So fun. My so fun. Oh, so licious. Oh, yeah. I
0: like it. And we'll post your website and on our, our website as well so yes, you guys can find our easy
1: we feel so styled yes. and hot Ooh-hoo, I gotta feel hot now No, me too it's, it's fantastic, fantastic. To conquer the world and for our listeners if you want to look hot too be mm-hmm. sure to go to Lindell's website lindellwhirling.com and mention promo code FABFEMS to get 10% off that's huge that's thank huge thank you so huge, much huge. for doing that Lindell I know. we appreciate my it my pleasure very, I'm very
0: cool. excited mm. <laughs>
1: please subscribe to our podcast you can follow us we're on facebook instagram and twitter so stay tuned and stay fierce